G'day and welcome to Measure Toys Cup Once, the uh, weekly show which is on YouTube and also now audio podcast uh, can be found on Podbean, iTunes and uh, Google. So look out for that and I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects and uh, my co-host for the show is a man who's just taken a little bit of time out of his busy schedule uh, working at the circus as a lion tamer. That's the one and only Chris Zurich. G'day Chris. Yeah, g'day, Dirk. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of uh, Measure Twice, Cut Once. Um, I think we're getting very, very popular now with uh, the podcasts and everything, so um, the show's working out in our favour. We're going to be millionaires soon, I bet you. What else you got to do for us today, Dirk? Chris, mate, been uh, been actually in the workshop. I'm about 80, 85% done with the uh, tool wall. And I've filmed a few videos for it, so that's coming along nicely. Uh, working on the actually glued up the bedside drawers I'm working on, and uh, I'm pretty happy so far. So that's good, um, mate. We have a we have a special guest on the show tonight, and um, or today, which is still with the daylight. So um, he, he's a pretty good bloke, and he's a uh, he's got a good sense of humour. Uh, you know who that is, don't you? Who is it? Um, well. We're probably talking about someone completely different here, but um, I don't, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you tell us who it is. Well, it is uh, Ryan from Oz Sawdust Makers. He's a YouTuber, and he's also um, created the Facebook group uh, Aussie Makers, Aussie Makers Group, and it's it's fantastic. It's got a a really good following, and um, it's just taken off. Great content, lots of people. Hey, um, is is he the guy who won first prize? In what? Your uh, Scrapwood Challenge? Uh, he was one of the winners, yeah. There was three equal winners. So um, Ryan did get a package. And, um, what, did he, what did he make again? He made a bottle opener, which he, <laughs> he sent out to me. And I'll tell you what... <laughs> If ever you he want must, to watch he, a video... He must be better friends with you because I never got one. Nah, well, you know, <laughs> you got to host a challenge, Chris. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. All right, well, that's that's going to be my goal next year. I'm going to host a Scrapwood Challenge, and I bet you Ryan I better come up with something good for me, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, he did a great video and uh, was voted on by four people, I think the uh, panel was. And, um, yeah, made it to the top three and one of the prize winners. So good on him. And, Chris, uh, I know you're, you've been relatively productive. You're uh, actually getting into your workshop and cleaning that out. Um, my workshop, if you were to walk into my workshop right now, it looks like um, someone let, you know, the Tassie Devil in there. Mm -hmm. And it's just everything's everywhere, mate. I've been cleaning up and um, trying to get a... Um, a workshop uh, tour video up and running, but I never realised how much garbage I had in that in that workshop. So I'm I'm doing a big feng shui as well. So uh, the good old stay feng tuned. Shui. Yep, I believe. I'm, I'm, uh, yes, I'm just saying I'm feng shuiing the hell out of my workshop at the moment. And you know what? We we, we talk about this quite often, and it's it's amazing. Less is more. And it's really become the focus of my uh, intent to get my workshop up to that stage where I don't have clutter. Clutter, I think, has got the better of me in the past. And uh, to be honest, I, you know, 
I, I listen to you and you, you listen and you see other workshops, especially on groups on Facebook. And the, the guys are they're clean and tidy and everything's got its place. So I think that's the direction we have to try to achieve. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly with you, Dirk. Thanks. But I, only have, I, I only have a two-car garage and I finally got my car back in there again after uh, a three-month sabbatical. Um, I've, I've finally got room in there to put the car back in again, so I'm very happy with that. Are you talking about the, the, uh, the van or the general? The general, the general. The general was living at my sister's house for uh, for about three months while I was making um, some cupboards for a, a customer. Yep. Those cupboards are now out of my garage, which is good, and the general is back home. Now, when you picked the general up, did you um, happen to yell out a big yee-haw and uh, maybe a little bit of uh, tyre action? Or No, I, I don't do that, Dirk. I'm, I'm a very responsible driver. Um, however, my sister hopes or wants that I be more responsible away from her house. Right, right. Yeah, because I think the smoke's still clearing. But anyway, that's that's another story. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's that time of year. The weather's getting better. We're getting out in the workshops. I actually uh, put on my uh, I've got an evap cooler in there, which the last owner put in there. So you know, come summer, uh, it'll be all right. And um, I'll be able to spend a bit of time out there doing builds and uh, projects. So we're all Good. looking forward to that, I think. And Daylight Savings yeah. is coming in too. Yes. Yes. That's starting uh, this weekend? Last weekend? Oh, this, yeah. Yeah, soon. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's uh, about time we got our guest involved in this. What do you think? Let's do it. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome our uh, guest on board. Uh, hello, Ryan. G'day, Sawdust Makers. How are you going? It's good to be here. Welcome aboard, Rhino. It's good to have you here, mate. Yeah, mate. Welcome. Uh, it's been uh, We've been looking forward to this all week, and uh, it's uh, interesting to be able to talk to you. Uh, we've, we've just, just said a little bit about you in the introduction. Uh, yeah, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, naturally. Um, there's a there's a fair bit we want to ask you, so I think we'll get into it, Chris. Um, yeah. Right, Go nuts, mate. Dirk. Let's let's start at the start, like everyone does, and um, because you can't start your journey halfway through it. Um, practically, give us a give us a bit of a rundown on how you got interested in. Um, working with your hands and with hand tools and with uh, uh, timbers and, you know, woodworking in general, mate? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, um, well, I mean, you know, if I start start right at the start, um, growing up as a, as a toddler, my dad made uh, wooden toys in the shed uh, in the backyard and he'd sell them at the – do you remember the Caribbean market, Caribbean Gardens? Um, Knox. Yeah, yeah, Scoresby. The, the pandemic's actually shut it down, but um, he did that for years, and, and I always had an interest. He was um, always a, a tinkerer, and you know, you, you you get that interest of just finding bits and pieces and 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 wanting to play around with them. Um, fast forward, you know, just before uh, the early teenage years, and and. I was making some bits and pieces and, and, and having a bit of fun. 
Um, then uh, fast forward to, you know, maybe four years ago when I've got a couple of young kids um, and my mental health was was deteriorating and I wanted I wanted a space that was my own and I wanted a space where I could be creative. Um, and my I, I just naturally sort of went to wood um, because I knew that I could obtain it without having to spend much money. You know, I mean, it's great having CNCs and, and lathes and thicknesses and all this sort of stuff, but you can grab a pallet and, you know, a sharp saw and, you know, hammer and nails and, and create something. So, um, yeah, that or sort of... Stick. Or a stick. <laughs> or a stick. A stick, a hand <laughs> saw and a force and a bit. Yep. Do you exactly. have any, would you like to reenact the uh, vision of uh, how you sanded that stick down or you, that won't I'm, go through the paper? I'm almost concerned that you want me to reenact it, Dirk. <laughs> yeah, it's a worry, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, Dirk. It is. Well, it is. Let's treat it that way, Chris. Uh, <laughs> what, so, what size workshop you got, mate? And how, did you sort of get it built or did you make it... You know, do it yourself. What happened? Yeah, there? so yeah, look, um, I, uh, I mean, we moved to the Dandenong Ranges uh, a few years back, and and I didn't have a space. There was a little garden shed, um, and basically, you know, I sort of just um, lined the walls a little bit better, rather than it just being a greenhouse and and just you know somewhere I could a place I could use. Um, it's an odd shape. It's about uh, five meters by six meters, um, and yeah, I um, just lined it with hard rubbish, and I, I call it the Franken shed because um, it's a it's just a whole mismatch of, of all kinds of materials. But that's also what really got me um, got the creative juices flowing at the start is being able to take junk. Um, you know, that was destined for, you know, either rubbish or firewood and trying to make something useful out of it. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a good place. Like all sheds, it looks like a bomb has hit it, you know, and, well, I've got to clean it up. There's always, you know, constant projects in mind to, to fix it up. So, yeah, but it's my happy place. It is. I'm the same. I... Um... It just seems like you've been around the, the woodworking caper for a long, long time. Um, I, I sort of caught the bug from my grandfather and um, and I'd just sort of been tinkering ever since. The last five or six years, I've really gotten heavily into it, heavily involved into it. Um, but, yeah, when, when you said it's uh, your own space, I, my, me as well, I went through a, a pretty horrible divorce and um, and if I didn't have that side of things... You know, you, you, you were always talking about your mental health and everything. If mm -hmm. I didn't have that workshop where I could just, you know, like I said, once I get into that workshop, I, I shut the world out and it's yeah. just my, um, my own little uh, space. You use the word space, yeah. So I, 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 yeah. I know where you're coming from. So, yeah, and, I um, know, you know, um, oh, sorry. No, uh, no, Capilano, the Our Week in Wood, he, he had another episode um, Friday 
uh, that that went out, and he was talking about, um, you know, being distracted and and uh, going in the shed and and having a list of, you know, what he needs to complete. Um, but those moments when I go in the shed and I get the wonders, I I kind of enjoy it. You know, it's kind of good to be in there sometimes and and not make something, and just enjoy the space and, you know, inhale some sawdust. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, I, I watched that uh, that episode, and the, and the one the one idea that I, I got from it was that um, that board, the whiteboard that he was talking about. He's got a name for it. It was uh, hmm. I, I can't Panam, remember the name. Panam, Panam or Panam or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, one of us is going to have to have a look, but um, I thought it was a great idea. And to that end, as soon as uh, we're allowed to venture five k's outside of our um, our zone. I'm heading straight down to uh, Officeworks to get one of those whiteboards. I think it's a great idea. I I, I vouch for that. I've I've got one myself, and um, I always lose things on paper. So, I mean, I I suppose we're all a little bit culprit of that. Um, Ryan, mate, you know, when you say five by six metre uh, space as far as a workshop, it's pretty good. It's um, more than perhaps, you know, some people have, but... The, the natural evolution of setting up your workshop, I mean, we all get in that situation where it's, um, you know, it becomes a clutter, it becomes messy, and um, it can be a little bit of a downer when you walk in. But, mm. you know, I think the good thing too with doing, you have a YouTube channel, I Sawdust Makers, which is really fun to watch. I, I really love your channel, mate, and Chris Thank does you. as well. Um, but, you know, like the projects that you can do in, in your shed to get it up to uh, your spec, uh, you can also film, so you know it becomes an interactive journey, that, and that's fun. Are you going to be uh, doing film, filming more of your, um, you know, setup as far as? Yeah, well, actually, it's 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 really funny you say that. So, um, I did uh, I, I did a lot of upgrades around the start of the year on my on my tool wall, and I filmed all of that and I put it aside because um, earlier. I had done a video explaining some of the things and changes that I wanted to make. Um, and now already I know that the modifications I did at the start of the year, I want to change again because I've had another idea, you know, it's that evolution. So um, I am going to do a, a shared tour video soon because I've got all of this footage and, and stuff that I can I can use um and i've got a lot of stories to tell with that but i recently had a bit of an epiphany with my shed because it is a pretty good size and i just built some shelves in there you know willy-nilly not not thinking about it so it's sort of getting out of that um you know that i'm locked into this position and realizing how much space is is hidden um and and can be used better um and i've got a lot of projects in mind because you know i do want to build these things and i want them to be uh you know i want i want to do it right so i might as well do a build video um the but this this epiphany um i remember hearing uh adam adam savage from mythbusters he would always say that um tools go tools go to die in in drawers so basically you know tools in cupboards and in drawers 
you just you never used, you never found. And I totally agreed with that, but that's what has changed. Um, there's a couple of uh, US YouTubers that have built vertical drawers and, you know, super amazing detailed cupboards that have everything in them. So, you know, they don't get covered in dust. Um, you know, you open one little drawer and it's got all your nail guns and your nails and you know, you know, like everything is right there. That's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, you need all the right drawer runners and all the other bits and pieces. But yeah, that's the path I think I'm going to go down. Well, I um I scored a, a set of lockers uh, from work, and uh, and I've been retrofitting them with drawers and everything as well. I don't know if you, you happen to catch the video that I put it put up for it, um, and it's you know it's fantastic. I mean, because I can actually lock them, and in in behind them I've got drawers and and I've got the the Kazen foam in there when I've got all my tools neatly put away. Because the, the one thing that I I struggle with is um. When I'm when I'm working on a project, and you put something down, <laughs> and then you spend the next half hour looking for the, the bloody thing again, you know, it's it's my my big thing is uh, a place for everything and everything in its place. Mm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to train myself that once I'm finished with a certain tool, to put it back where it belongs, so that I know where it is. I mean pencils. Oh, I reckon. I reckon I've got half a forest worth of pencils just laying around my um, my workshop, and I and I can't find any of them if I need them. <laughs> I've got twenty tape measures, but if you ask me to pick up a tape measure and tape and measure something, I'm lost. I can't find the bloody thing. Yeah, so I know exactly what you're saying. But your your workshop, you, you said it was five five meters by six. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. My my workshop is five and a half by five and a half. So we're we're in the same um, same territory. It's a, mine's just a two-car garage. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I have to share that garage with one of my cars. I can't leave it outside. Otherwise, it'll go missing. Yeah. So I have to, I have to keep everything on, uh, on rollers so I can move things around. And, uh, and once I'm finished for the day, I can move it all to one side of the workshop and drive the car back in. Do you have that same problem? Do you, do you share the garage with a car or? I don't. No, so you know that is one thing that I'm lucky with that it's you know just my shed, but it's also um, the reason why it gets filled with junk and you know overcrowded because you know you're not forced to to do that tidy up. So um, I have a carport with you know my 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 wife's car, um, but yeah, the shed is just the shed. So you know the 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 future vision, um, you know, for for what I can do with it and and use its space um, the best possible way, is actually really exciting. I just have to pull my finger out and do it. <laughs> you know, like I think I was talking to Dirk uh, a couple of weeks ago. I've got a dust extractor that I got for Christmas in two thousand and eighteen. It's still in its box, right? Because my grand plan to you know hook it here and have all the tools in the right spot i just you know i just need to get it done i just need to do it that's sacrilege not opening a box with a tool in it that's sacrilege i've opened it <laughs> hey um like chris and i we, we we're, we're a little bit like collingwood forwards we uh 
we handball a lot to each other instead of looking at the goals. So, um, but <laughs> as far as setting the workshop up, up perfectly to suit and having perimeter workshop and having things on display is really good. So um, I, I think that's uh, just a food for thought, you know, when you're going about the next step of uh, get developing your, your own setup. Um, mate, how, how do you think your skills have developed? And, and we put that in conjunction with doing the YouTube stuff. And, um, you know, like, do, do you think that the, it's been a natural development? Oh, mate, oh, Chris and I probably learn a lot from watching YouTube and then uh, putting the skills into action as well. So how, how do you rate how you've uh, gone in, in that regard? Yeah, look, um, I, you know, just, just jumping into it and sort of, you know, figuring it out, you know, I think that's how everyone sort of, or, or how most people get started. Um, same thing, you know, went to YouTube, um, you know, looked up how to do things, looked up, um, looked up how not to do things, you know, which is, you know, a, a really important factor. Um, but putting myself out there and, you know, filming projects and, and putting them on YouTube forces you, I think, to, um, you know, keep an eye on, on how you are doing things. Um, I mean, I'm not the safest person in the shed every day, but I know that if I do something, you know, overly stupid and I put it up on the internet, people are going to tell me, you know. Um, but as far as actually, uh, you know, my, my skills going forward, it's it's been humbling because, you know, you, you are your own worst critic. Um, and so hearing positive comments from others who don't need to give positive comments, which are people like you guys and, and others in the community and even uh, friends and family, um, it's, it's, it's really, really good. Um, and, you know, YouTube plays a big part in, in that. Um, and, and, you know, gaining those skills where, let's say, you know, how to do a half lap joint you could watch 20 videos and it'll be done 20 different ways and you'll take a little bit from that one and a little bit from that one and you relate more to that one and that one and and you you can do it you know it's a, it's 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 great like that do you um do you find you have a a, a favorite um, maker that you keep going back to ooh Can I? I'm happy to take bribes. Sumo's <laughs> projects is willing to pay. <laughs> you know, I subscribe to. Oh, geez, I subscribe to a hell of a lot of channels, um, and I don't know if there's any one maker that stands out because I follow people who make. Uh, you know, like uh, Four Eyes. That. Um, yeah. Yeah. That. They are amazing pieces of furniture that he creates. Um, but then there are others um, who, you know, are filming with a really old phone and no microphone, but doing a cool project out of simple materials. Um, you know, that's everybody's different and there's, there's a whole range out there. I honestly don't know if I could pick just one. 
Uh, well, just in my my own experience, um, the the one guy that, or there's actually two makers that I keep going back to, uh, and that's Jimmy DeResta and Matthias Wandel. They're the two, um, and I've learned so much just by watching them. You know, because I'm I'm not a I'm not a, a carpenter or anything like that, mm. um, but I've learned so much from them. You know, so I was just well, I was just curious. You know, where who who you sort of keep going back to you know to 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 watch things from but anyway i mean it is what it is (laughs) but even um and you know i I keep going back to certain projects so you know there are a lot of people i'll follow um but then you watch something and go oh that's cool i like that you know one day i'm going to get to that and then when you reach that point you're like okay i'm going to do a little bit more research and you might watch you know the same video four or five times because you're like no this is this is really cool um and you know that's the case with me at the moment and um building vertical drawers and flip out drawers and really smart uh space saving type stuff um which again is another thing i love about youtube because you know you can find a video from eight years ago that is just as relevant for you you know, it's a, it's a, it's an encyclopedia. It's great. It yeah. is. It right. Is. Um, it's interesting. We, you've touched, or we've touched upon. We've only got a few minutes left, but um, in in just talking to you today, we've we've discovered we're talking about, uh, you know, layouts of workshops and uh, mental awareness, and they're sort of topics we've discussed in the past shows, and that's good that we can uh, keep that conversation carried throughout. You know, with our guests. Um, just one last question I have is about the uh, Aussie Makers Group on Facebook. Uh, it's grown to over 3,000 um, people being part of that community. Uh, just tell us a little bit about that because it's one of your brainchild ideas. Yeah, look, um, the Aussie Makers Group is just, you know, it, it surprises me every day. Um, and definitely what I was thinking when you are talking about a favourite maker because some of the people that are in that group that don't have YouTube, my God, there are some amazing craftspeople. But it all started, um, James Fixit Fingers, uh, myself uh, and another bloke, uh, Ben, who doesn't doesn't have YouTube, but he's a woodworker. Um, we were all kicked out of another Australian woodworking group that other Australian woodworkers may be familiar with um, because they don't, for some reason, like you talking about brands or places to buy things or advice to purchase things or even um, links to YouTube videos. And we all, in, straight away, we started chatting, said, you know what, screw this, let's let's start our own. Let's, let's do it, right? Um, I work in social media as a day job. So, you know, the, the cesspit that is <laughs> human behaviour online is pretty horrendous. And it's like, look, we'll have one rule. Don't be a jerk. We just want everyone to be respectful, right? Don't be a jerk. So when you join Aussie Makers Group, you know, do you make stuff? What do you make? Um, can you not be a jerk? And unless they've answered that last question, they're not allowed in. Um, we're now, yeah, just over 3,000 3, members. There have been incidents where people have definitely been jerks. Um, and, you know, as 
the group continues to grow, that will probably happen again. But we get right on it and we dump them and out they go because it's just not worth the hassle. Um, so it's a really wholesome place. You know, everybody gets along. Everybody's really, uh, everybody, you know, pushes each other, um, you know, really positive, really positive place. Um, and the great thing is that it has grown so much, but also um, companies like Carbotech um, and even Timbercon, um, you know, Timbercon have posted in that group asking, you know, consumer feedback um, because they know that people are going to be cool about it. Carbotech um, even gave us a $250 voucher to give away in the group because it's a wholesome place and, you know, everybody's getting along and, and doing, you know, and making good stuff. So um, those sort of things are, are going to continue because, you know, it's got a, it, it's got a good reputation out there. Um, but it, I'm, I'm very proud of that group. I, you know, it wouldn't be possible without people like James from Fixer Fingers, Ben, and another friend of mine, Ashley, um, who who is a is another admin. Um, it's a lot of work, but there are some yeah, incredibly talented people in there. No, I I, I think you should be proud of that group. You've, you've done a, split, a great job, fantastic job, and uh, and I mentioned this um, when we did our uh, mental health uh, episode. Uh, if you can speak to like minded people. It just makes it makes it so much easier, you know. To, to, to yeah. I mean, life's hard enough as it is, and um, mm. and if you can speak to people who love the same things that you do, it just makes it that much easier, you know. And and I don't know about anybody else, but I, I enjoy my work in the workshop that much more. I mean, I've even just the, the YouTube thing. I mean, I've met a lot of great people. I mean, yourself, Dirk. I've known Dirk now for what a couple of years, Dirk, and yeah. um, we've struck a pretty good friendship, you know. And um, and I'm and and you're meeting new people all the time and i i love it as, as far as i'm concerned i'm going to be sticking around with this and doing it mm. for as long as i possibly can so yeah keep up the good work mate yeah thank you it's great it's a great great space to be in and this local community of makers i mean not anything against all of those overseas but it is definitely a community that we have here and um you know after after covid when we're all allowed outside again. I think it's going to be really, really good to to get out and and catch up face to face. Yep, for sure, for sure. Anything else you want to ask, Dirk, before we uh, kick the guy out? No, no. I just wanted to commend Ryan on giving some really good information and uh, resourcefulness. And um, we could talk for hours, mate. But I'd like to, <laughs> and on behalf of Chris, thank you personally very much for making the effort to come on our show and. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll try to help keep promoting makers and, you know, and we're all in a community, so we all help one another. So thanks, mate. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for thanks for having me on. It's been great to be here. I only have one question, um, which is Chris uh, said he acquired some lockers from work. They don't no, know. I know where you're going with this. Oh, I don't know. I know where you're going with this and... Um... They're they're not shopping trolleys. Warm. They're not warm. They were going to throw them out. Sure, sure. Okay. I've heard that one before. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Ryan. Hey.
Uh, Dirk, I mean, never to put Rhino back on here again. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Ryan. You've been a great, uh, great guest, and uh, look, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again one day. So, thanks, mate. Thanks again, fellas. Well, that was Ryan. We had a we had a great chat with Ryan. That's uh, he was a fantastic guest. Um, had a lot to say about uh, how we started in in the uh, in the woodworking caper. Um, he was I, I really enjoyed his company. What about you, Dirk? You liked him, or you think we'll never have him on again? Or what's the story? No, even though there was a little bit of argy bargy at the end, there mate. I <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but no, he's a really good uh, fella and uh, yep. a good sense of humour and a good community person. So. Um, sure. I suppose what we want to do now, Chris, to, to out the show is just talk a little bit about next week's show, which will be uh, discussing things about jigs and fixtures that we use in our workshops that uh, actually make our life so much easier. And um, there's, there's a whole raft of uh, types of jigs and fixtures you can make on your own. So that'll be the conversation topic for next week, Chris. Pretty good one, isn't Rather it? Yeah, I think so. And rather than uh, buying some of the, um, you know, the the jigs from the big big shops and you know, big stores, because um, I reckon sometimes they overkill these things. You know, we just want a basic jig that helps you, you know, cut the same way each and every time. So I think that's going to be a great uh, great topic for next week. And, and it's surprising you can improvise and make things better by just thinking about how you want a, the process of design to go. So. That'll be a good subject and topic for next week. So, uh, Chris, I think uh, we've had a good show once again. And uh, if you, everyone liked it, please subscribe and also look us up on uh, the different audio podcast platforms. For sure. For sure. Well said, Dirk. And uh, once again, thank you for Ryan for being on the show. And, yep. uh, Dirk, look after yourself this week, mate. Stay COVID-free. Yep. And um, and we'll, we'll, we'll chat again next week. So I'm just going to say... Bye for now. And thank you, Chris. Hooroo, mate.